0: Welcome to the oasis. <laughs> uh,
1: damn it! What's the song that they play all throughout that trailer? Now I can't think of it at all. Is like the, the the Willy Wonka song? Yeah. I don't fucking pure know. Pure imagination. That's pure hilarious.
0: imagination. Damn it!
1: I was gonna start singing that, but all I could think of was <laughs> another <laughs> stupid song that was way far off. And I was like, "Nope, I know it's not right, and I'm not gonna embarrass myself." But and I you embarrassed right yourself right off the top of the show.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Perfection.
1: <laughs> so this week we're diving into a little bit of a flashback episode. Last v- week, v- v- flashback. We talked Mortal Combat.
0: Yes. A movie based off a video game. Now we're talking about a video game based off a movie. Movie based on video games. (laughs) A book. That's video game
1: based. In a movie. In a movie. Perfectly said. Couldn't be well put. More well put than that. Yeah.
0: Obviously. Couldn't be more well put than that. That's it. So. uh... There's so many. I don't know. What do you think about all video game movies coming? Like they've got like Son of the Hedgehog* coming out. I think it's gonna suck. Uh, it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. I'm usually never excited,
1: yeah. right? Because they're never usually great. They're never good. Um, even if they're, even the best ones are just okay.
0: Now OJ brought up because I, I put up a thing being like *Mortal Kombat* was considered one of the more critically acclaimed video game movies mm-hmm. and he brought up rampage and i have to agree with him rampage fucking is pretty good
1: yeah i never i missed rampage i didn't see you it.
0: might need to check it out okay Rampage is pretty fun
1: i know ghost hunter dave uh said that he thought it was pretty dumb fun uh and his kids liked it yeah so maybe i should have just taken the hint and watched it then but maybe I never did uh, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's I fun stuff. forgot about that too. Because you always think it's like, oh, it's just like the action hero type. Yeah, M- 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 Cran and Rampage is probably that.
0: Pretty much, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's like, pretty close.
1: <laughs> but it, uh, it took the the IP and like kind of changed it and turned it on its head a little bit. Yeah. Whereas like the ones we always think of are like direct reimaginings of the game, and i have never. Never good, (laughs) or
0: yeah, or it's just like direct imaginings of the people making it. Where it's like, this is what I liked about it. It was like, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, you took that away from (laughs) me. Yeah, that's what you liked. That's what you liked. You fucking idiot. (laughs) But uh, but this is neither that. No, yeah (laughs) this is this is a this is based on uh, like a video game in the future. Yep. And, uh, more nostalgia-based than anything. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, quite
1: remember what my initial thoughts are after leaving this movie and reviewing it. But, like, thinking about it over time, I've wanted to revisit it. I'm like, I kind of remember these parts and I kind of like them. Yeah. But, uh, did you go back and listen to the review?
0: I went back and listened to the review and, uh... We had our problems with it, but there are some very, there's some pretty awesome. big highlights in it. Okay. Like, good. especially like the whole part with the shining was pretty good. Okay. And, uh, yeah, well, we, we do have our complaints, but I think mostly it, it, I think we enjoyed it th- for the most part. All right. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: so I've wanted to kind of go back and, and check this out again and maybe this will spur that.
0: Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe go back feeling. and listen to this review. Maybe that'll that'll get you your your whistle wetted enough, <laughs> good to go back and check out Ready Player One. Perfect.
1: Uh, so why don't you also do the same, listener? Yeah, check out this review and maybe that'll whet your appetite. Wet. <laughs> Uh, to go back and revisit this movie as well, or steer clear of it completely. Who knows?
0: Yeah, that's it's all up to you. It's your or just wait for our review on Thursday for Tango and Cash. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> At, uh, but enjoy the review. Yeah, enjoy Ready Player One starting right now.
1: Well, that brings us into the main topic of the evening, which is Ready Player One. Yeah. Uh. Debuting March 29th, 2018, with a budget of $175 Whoa. million. Dollars. Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot of... <laughs> I was shocked. not that Were you it... floored? I was floored. <laughs> uh, not, not that like this movie doesn't look expensive. Yeah. But like for whatever reason, like I went to Box Office Mojo. That's where I usually get all of my stats. Yeah. It had N.A. in the production budget, and so I was like, well, it's got to have it, like, on Wikipedia or something. Open the Wikipedia, and I saw it, and I'm like, $175 <laughs> Jesus. I want to, like, go back and, like, look at the budgets of every Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. This has to, like, double, if not triple, whatever. Because what did he do for BFG? What was the production budget it on that? It couldn't have been
0: too much. I, mean, I know there was, was a lot of CG. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm, now I'm curious, because it, it did look like they really spruced up BFG.
1: Yeah. I, but, I mean, for the time that all of his big, huge movies come out, like... Mm-hmm. I, he got a lot for Jurassic Park. Yeah. But, like, for the time, it was a lot. Yeah. But... I don't know with inflation if it would like equal, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we can do the math later. But um 175 million whew, steep. Yeah. That's like Avengers type movie it's a lot, budget.
0: A lot a lot of uh, buco denarios. Uh mucho mucho <laughs> quarters. He has lots of quarters. lots of quarters. <laughs> uh
1: domestically as of uh April 3rd, Yes, it has made sixty four point three million dollars. <laughs> that's on the way. <laughs> worldwide, one hundred and ninety one point eight million dollars. Okay, so in the it, first week, that's pretty good. I was actually like pretty surprised that the worldwide it's made two thirds more than domestically. Yeah, because it's usually not that ratio. It's usually almost half and half.
0: Yeah, America well, West, does. A Western lot. culture is pretty. is held in high regard in uh, other countries, especially, like, consider that, like, there's some countries where, like, we're kind of, they're kind of, like, 20 years or 10 years behind us. There's, like, a lot of stuff in here where they're probably like, oh, yeah, I fucking love this. I think this is the
1: case where it's more or less that, like, it came out two weeks, like, before America. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, I listen to an Australian podcast where they do, like, movie reviews and stuff. Yeah, and they said like I saw Ready Player One like way before it came out here, and they just had to sit on it to be like I can't review it until the embargo's lifted, or at least until our American audience, because that that's yeah. listened to, or seen the movie or whatever. Yeah, um, Rotten Tomatoes has it at seventy six percent. Yeah, fresh, not certified fresh. <laughs> well, maybe it is certified fresh doesn't matter. 76%. IMDb has it at an 8 out of 10. And Fresh Fiction. Whoa. Gives it a B. (gasps) Ooh. I know. It's weird to have. On our grade scale. I know. It's weird. I pulled it out at random and I'm like, oh, it does a letter grade. That's not. That's out of the ordinary. I mean, for us, it's obviously ordinary. But to have another one? Now we'll see how it measures up to us. You better watch out. (laughs) Better listen up. Might be another
0: fight on our hands? (laughs) Another BVS fight?
1: (laughs) I still don't even remember what our BVS fight is about, and I've listened to that episode
0: probably three times. I think, well, I think the main fight came from Ultimate Edition, Uh, where you you thought that it was better, and I just thought it was worse because it was longer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's fine. Really, it actually kind of clears some things up and I'm like, bullshit! It doesn't clear anything up. It just makes up shit with the time that it's... Uh, listen, we can't... We don't have the All time. Alright, right, no. <laughs> we,
1: no. We don't have the time. We don't have the time. Not in this political climate. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> the ultimate addition is the... is... is like Trump. Oh, <laughs> we don't have the time.
1: We don't have the time. Uh... So, JT, what
0: is Ready Player One? Well, we follow a young man by the name of Wade Watts, who's growing up in the year 20... 45. 45, yeah. 2045. He lives in, like, a trailer park called The Stacks, which is, like, trailer park on top of trailer park on top of trailer park. And uh, him, like, pretty much everyone in the world... Uh, connects into this virtual reality called the Oasis, mm-hmm. where you can be anyone and do it and do anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, he is on a mission to try and find what is considered what is called the Easter egg that is put out there by uh, Haller Halloran Halliday Hall- ha- Halliday, who was the creator of the Oasis, who has three keys that are spread throughout the Oasis that you have to find in order to find the Easter egg and become the sole owner of the Oasis and uh, ha- and gain up to, like, a trillion dollars. hmm So he is on the lookout for that, while another company called IOI mm-hmm. is also looking for those keys, but to use the Oasis for more dastardly means... Ooh. Yes. So who will find the egg first? To find out. <laughs> Very good, JT. Did you, did you have you read the book or anything of this? I have not. I think I have the book somewhere at my house because uh, when I was still doing Loot Crate, they sent it out for free with one of their oh, Loot yeah, with one I of their crates. I you saying
1: that. Um, from what I understand, like I've never read the book, but yeah. there are. Fairly big differences
0: yeah. from the book. To I think the... the book is mainly 80s nostalgia, and this kind of spreads out more between 80s and uh, 2000s. But there is, an, there is a really big reference of the 70s at one point.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe it's the same one I'm thinking of. Um, so, like, I, I'm not going to be... This isn't going to be the show where I'm pulling references like, well, the book did this. Yeah. Yeah. But I do know for a fact that um, a lot of the, even the uh, main challenge of finding these keys, some of the challenges are different. Oh, really? From the book, from the movie. Okay. But I can only argue what was from the movie.
0: Yeah. I felt, not to like spoil what it is, but I felt like the third challenge was kind of rushed. Like, the first two felt like something where it's like, okay, okay. And then the third one was like, well, it's this. Big battle. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, all right. Yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. But, no, like, I felt like... Uh, no, but, like, I, I all in all, I, I think I liked all the challenges that they put in there.
1: Yeah, they're fine. Like... Yeah. Uh, um, overall, like, the story is really not all that complicated. No. Um, it's a pretty cut and dry like it's pretty much just Willy Wonka like yeah. if you have to accept that you have to go find and like earn these golden tickets rather than just have it luck of chance like and your main character Wade has well at least he thinks he has the intelligence in order to get inside the oasis and like figure out halliday's brain enough to find Mm -hmm. where he would think he would hide these keys yeah and so that's kind of like his golden ticket to find his way to own the whole chocolate company Mm -hmm. or whatever whole chocolate factory pretty much um less oompa loompas more uh 80s 90s and 2000 nostalgia yeah (laughs) but uh i would also say that I was apprehensive going into this movie because of just the nostalgia yeah, like that I thought was going to be bombarding me with, mm-hmm. but I never really, there was only a few times where I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. But overall, I didn't, I don't think it was overdone.
0: Yeah. I fell into it enough where I didn't really care to look out for nostalgia based things. Like, right. Things would pop up and I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, but there's one at the end where, like, I think I was just mainly over it because I didn't, I'm not, like, connected to the pre- to the preference of sure. what, it, what it was, or the reference of what it was. Yeah. But I definitely know that there was, like, a thing at the end where everyone was going ape shit, and I'm just like, okay, well, I don't really know what the <laughs> fuck this is.
1: We'll get into that later. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, just because I'm, I'm not even quite sure what you're, like,
1: there's so many, like, things it could be. Like I just wanna know what it is later.
0: Yeah. Well I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, it might be obvious. There there is one there is one reference in there, like the big reference, like the second challenge that I fucking loved. Okay Oh. I fucking loved that. That's so much. To that. We're um, gonna get into that.
1: Um The So like I, I was actually pleasantly surprised when I left. I'm like, I thought like the whole movie was gonna be like, remember this, yeah. remember this, remember yeah. this. And it wasn't like that. Yeah,
0: I don't feel like anything really beat you over the head too much. Like, there were a few things that they were just like, here's this. But other than that, like, I wasn't, I didn't, I felt like it, it held up on its own. Right, and I think that was,
1: that really is Spielberg's direction on that. Being like, yeah. if we do, I think he's cognizant enough to be like, if I do too much of this, people will be like, ugh, I get it. Yeah. So, like, a lot of it is, it's. Like, there's only a few instances where we said like, oh, did you see, uh, fuck, I can't even come up with something any, but it like, oh, did you see this, uh, fucking costume on this guy that this guy loves and I fucking love it too or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, forget about it. <laughs> but Steven Spielberg, like, made it like, just in passing, like, oh, this is cool. Hey, in this section, we're going to have like, um... In the the main part of that you see in the trailer of this like race is like a ton of stuff happening. Yeah. But like it's never like beating you over the head like you really have to pay attention to this. Yep. This chunk of nostalgia from whatever this time period. Yeah. It's just like, nope, these things are in it. Just here, here, here. If you catch it, yep. good for you. You'll be yeah. like, Hey, I saw that and I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. And that kinda is that that same thing at the end of the movie as well. Yeah. And they never draw attention to a whole bunch of things. Yeah. Unless they really, like, unless like us, they're really trying to let you know mm-hmm. that about a thing. But anyway, we'll get there. The I would say like a downside of this movie that like, I only noticed because we've talked about it more or less on this show. Yeah. Is that it's color palette is very droll and boring. Yeah. The whole movie is gray.
0: Yeah, I know. I was kind of hoping that the Oasis would be more bright. Yeah. To kind of break up, like, being, like, in the drawl real world. And then you get in the Oasis, and then you're like, oh, shit. I'm fucking...
1: Yeah, you have bright, vibrant colors everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I know... Sometimes where there is, but... Yeah. That's not a chunk of it.
0: Yeah. And, like, I would think that they would be more into doing that because, like... If you're going to be in the Oasis, like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal if it looks fake. Right. Because, like, everyone looks fake in the Oasis because it's, like, a virtual reality type thing. Right. And I was kind of hoping they'd get more, like, bright, like, brighter colors. But, like, I don't know. Like, it was... Yeah, I I, I did wish it would be brighter and more colorful, but, like, I kind of fell into it.
1: I mean, I, I... It didn't really... It didn't throw me out of the movie at all. Yeah. But, like... Now at a time when we have, like, movies like Thor Ragnarok and, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And they're having, like, bright, huge Jack Kirby creations and, yeah. like, vibrant primary colors and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I was looking, I I don't know, like, when w- once we saw that, like, YouTube video where they, like, dissect Civil War and say, like, <laughs> how desaturated all the color is. Yeah. Like, I've really taken notice of that when I've go damn
0: youtube's ruined, ruined youtube is ruining cinema
1: <laughs> for the for the rest of us but that was like one of the first questions Chelsea asked me is like well what do you think obviously as I was coming out of the movie I'm like yeah. it was i
0: it was good
1: but like did you notice like how gray the movie was and she's she was like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like really monocro if like they if they put this movie in black and white it wouldn't even look that much different. Probably yeah, probably not. So like I that's just like one a, a small gripe. It doesn't ruin the movie for yeah. me at all, but I'm just like I was looking I need like something more. Like yeah. I'm sick of the serious kind of like desaturated color palette that yeah. like movies are coming out with.
0: Well, uh Chelsea told me this and it, it, the same is for me is that like we were forced to see this in 3D. Yeah because for some reason the theater that we go to did not get like the regular cut of it until like Monday oh, so really? we had to like yeah so we had to like go and see it like in 3D and i have heard that 3D prints are tend to be like darker than regular prints maybe that might be a thing
1: yeah maybe um
0: but i can't see how it would be much different i was going to bring that up too
1: that i that i i didn't know when you saw it
0: yeah, because I saw it, we saw it on Saturday, and, like, we talked to the guy, and he was like, well, you have to go see it in 3D, because we don't get the regular print till Monday. And we're like, oh, fuck. All right, well.
1: Yeah. So we went to see it in 3D, too, which, like, it didn't really, like, I don't know, it didn't really hurt. Like, it, no. it wasn't made for 3D, really. No. It just was in 3D. Yeah.
0: 3D just kind of, I just don't like 3D. Me neither.
1: And, like, <laughs> I didn't want to pay, like, the fucking thirty dollars or whatever it was to go see it in 3d yeah. did your movie pass work for that
0: no it didn't fuck
1: <laughs> what i i don't know so i was like i don't like it's when i was uh, watching the trailers they show the infinity war trailer in 3d yeah and it just looked like a pop-up book it did yeah and i'm like oh this is so distracting it doesn't <laughs> look it's like post-converted for 3d which yeah. isn't the same yeah like, if you went to go see Avatar, which was made for 3D, like it We're Avatar worked. being really cool
0: in 3D. It
1: like they made it so everything worked in 3D. Yeah, yep. But, but in this I it, I don't Yeah, it, I remember
0: that Avengers Infinity War looked like a pop-up book and I was like, is this what the fucking movie is going to look like the whole time? Yeah.
1: Fuck. And and like Ready Player One didn't do that a lot, No. But like I there's It just gives me a headache seeing it in 3D. Yeah. And I I think I missed more things because it was
0: 3D. Yeah. Like, especially... like The thing I don't like about 3D is that it's because it's a box that... Like, some things that stick out at you get cut off at the edge. Yeah. So then it doesn't seem realistic. It doesn't feel like it's popping out at you because it's like oh shit there there's a square thing here like, like on the right. very end right so you're like, oh well that's not doesn't doesn't exist so I don't I'm not scared that it's gonna hit me in the face <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I I don't know it that was like one of my bummers of it like I I mean story wise it was whatever like but- once I got
0: into it like I didn't I wasn't really paying too much attention to the 3d mm-hmm. like I just kind of was just accepting the movie for what it was.
1: I lifted up my glasses during, like, the last chunk of the movie, where there's a lot going on on screen. Yeah. And I was like, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, put those glasses That's back like one on. of those things, like,
0: oh, forgot my cheaters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's exactly it. Um. which I, I wrote down a bunch of notes after I got out, I don't think. Um. I might have to wait for all these for the spoilers. Okay. So, um overall though, I I uh I didn't think this movie was like offensive in its nostalgia. Um I thought uh the overall plot was simple, but I liked it because it took me on these like little journeys on these um a little adventures to find these three keys. Yeah. Which was cool, especially the second one. Yeah. Um, that, like, I, I didn't really mind... Like, I, I I I liked that it was just a simple premise. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, a super complicated... The first
0: one was really cool, too. Like, it felt, like, really immersive. Like, the first time he goes to that race... hmm Like, they show in the, in the trailer when he goes to that race. Like, it's... You feel like you're in the middle of this absolute chaos. Right. And I really, really like that. Right. Uh, also, like, this...
1: Obviously, like it's very video game heavy. Yeah, where I I guess I didn't I don't know I didn't know what to expect. Like I knew it was like this immersive. Like I thought I I guess going into I thought it was gonna be more like people living in the internet, which it kind of is. Yeah, because you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, it's not strictly gaming, mm-hmm. but like a lot of things are tied up in, like, gaming culture in there. Yeah. Where at the end of the movie, (laughs) like, I told Chelsea, I was like, well, I didn't come out hating that, but it definitely was a nerd show for nerds.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a few... Like, there's a few conversations in there where, like, two characters are having a conversation and I'm just like, at the end of it, I just want to be like,
1: Nerd! (laughs) And granted, I'm one of the fucking biggest nerds on the oh, yeah. fucking earth, yep. you know. Yeah. But like, even I was like, okay, whatever, nerd. Yeah. Like, like there's Jesus. like, there's like
0: talks about upgrades, like, like serious conversations about like upgrades and uh, like experience points, and I'm just like, all right, <laughs> let's go.
1: <laughs>
0: and that was like the one thing I was like, okay, like. But hey, I mean, it's it's a game. Like yeah. that's a, that's a definite thing that happens in these kinds of yep. worlds. Yeah. I mean, it makes it more realistic. Yeah. Like if they didn't talk about that, I would kind of question like, why aren't they fucking talking about like nerdy shit? Because there's a bunch of nerds in this place.
1: Right. <laughs> right. That's exactly <laughs> it. Um. But I, but I think we should just jump into spoilers. And um. But first, like, would you? recommend going to see this
0: i would say definitely see it in a the theater there are some really cool scenes like especially like that race and then the uh the battle at the end i think are worth seeing like in the theater like right the thing i love like spielberg definitely brings his strengths to those action scenes where like he knows how to sweep like over and through the action to make you feel like you're immersed in this world and i think he adds a lot of his strengths and in some points is weaknesses but I'll get into that <laughs> lately okay. later uh into the into the film but I think you will not have a bad time if you see this in the theater.
1: Right. I I would skip seeing it in 3D. That yeah. is absolutely not necessary. I would skip seeing
0: any any movie in 3D. <laughs> um
1: but I would say like if you can check it out in the theaters, go ahead. But um if you if you don't end up catching it in the theaters like and you see it at home. I think you might enjoy it more at home because okay. you can pause it and like really scan. Yeah, like there are a lot of times where there's a lot packed into a scene where it's just like little references. Yeah, that I think would be fun to be like, oh, that's there, that's oh, there, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. there. That I completely would have missed. Yeah, in the I
0: got at one point. I got I got to where like I was so enough into the movie where I wasn't really looking out for it, but I would like if something would pop up, I'd be like, oh, there's that, cool. Yeah, I, like was, I, I was the same. Like way. I wasn't yeah. like I wasn't like scanning. Like, I gotta find everything, right? Right. But, like if if something popped up where I, I recognize it, I'd be like, oh yeah, there, there's a battle toad. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> um, so uh, let's uh, jump into spoilers. Okay, JT. The one thing I want to ask you is, did you buy in to this world that they've created?
0: It's very elaborate. Yes. But I like I like the idea of it because I, it, it feels like something where, like, it kind of feels like in a direction like we're heading, like mm-hmm. how this world's heading, where, like, the, this world's super fucked, so let's build a new <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Let's build a new one that we can go in and do whatever we want and basically turn a blind eye to the fucked up shit that's happening in our own world.
1: Right. I saw it that same way because, like, the world is, like, crumbling... The real world is crumbling down upon you. So, there's yeah. this, this virtual world that, like, everyone can escape to. Yeah. And I feel like that is what built, like, in the movie continuity. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what build to, like, the mass popularity yeah. of this escapism. Yeah. So, like, really, all you need in real life is a form of, to, like, make a little bit of money so you can afford to just escape to this world but where you live isn't necessarily important because yeah. you're never really there. Yeah, it's just a place to have your equipment to go somewhere else.
0: Yeah, and I but I like that because it kind of turns in like even like the oasis itself turns into like a form of uh, like income for people. Like it almost right. kind of feels like the oasis is turning into like a place where you get everything that you need. Like even even money.
1: Right by is, like a weird cryptocurrency. Kind yeah, of like a. But, okay, so that's, the one thing is, like, I did buy into the world that they created. Yeah. But, if you think about it too hard, there's, like, details that'll crumble and, like, totally ruin it. So, like, if you... Like,
0: what's a detail that that ruined it for you?
1: That kind of, like, weird cryptocurrency, like, that people can build up and, like, they're, they can... I can see it really happening is that people yeah. filter their all their wealth into everything going on on there yeah. but then it can be lost like that. Yeah. And like sure like that happens in real life like gambling. Yeah. Like that could be the exact same thing because it is a gamble. Yeah. And like you're not necessarily you're not dead in real life or anything like that but now you're like broke.
0: Yeah. But you- yeah but they yeah they do that. They kind of treat it where it's like if you die in the Oasis like you die in real life because they even have that scene in the beginning where, like, that Asian dude dies and he tries to jump out a window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the, like, okay,
1: so, like, here's, like, a detail that's, like, weird. So, you can, like, plug in and out of the Oasis, like, whenever you want. Yeah. So, there's sometimes you see, like, when um, Wade is talking to... Ah shit! What's the main girl's name? Is it Alexis?
0: Ah shit!
1: It doesn't matter. The main the main uh, girl of the movie, like, and she's talking to him, and then she takes off in real life her like headset, and she disappears. Yeah. So like, couldn't you just do that before you die? Yeah. Like, why don't they do that more often? Where, like, all these IOI people are just, like, lining up and, like, just getting slaughtered and then jumping back (laughs) into the thing. Why aren't they just taking on and off their headsets? Like, just little details like that. It's like, if you think about it too hard, it will fall apart. But if you just take it at face value and just, like, have fun for the ride, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Because, really, it doesn't matter. It's just a movie or whatever. Also, (laughs) I... Like, the first challenge is fun, with the, when the Wade finds the first key. Yeah. But in the movie, they say it takes five years for even, like, nobody figured out how to get the first key. Yeah. And so, like, they dropped a hint five years later, like, it's in this race. Yeah. And so, like, a ton of people are doing this race. Yeah. But you gotta be fucking kidding me that nobody went backwards. Like to like just fucking around. Yeah. Like, haven't you ever played like Mario Kart and be like, I'm just gonna fuck around and go backwards on the track? I don't
0: know. Well, if like if if the main purpose of the race is to win the race, like I I mean,
1: I also thought of that too. Like, if you're actually putting money into this and you don't want to lose the money, you're obviously not gonna be fucking around and going backwards on the track. If you're gonna do a thing
0: where like you put a carrot on the other end of a if you put a carrot over on the other end of a room and you're and then you put out a clue out there where it's like well you have to go backwards to you have to go further away from the carrot to get it and people don't figure that out then cuz going backwards feels like you're doing a like a detriment sure and but, they also put like a wall there where like if you go back you're going to crash into that wall and die and then lose all your loot i yeah sure but
1: out of the billions of people in the world, like some guy, I, I listened to uh, a podcast where they brought this up it's like, Reddit would have figured out how to get this in five minutes. Probably. <laughs> so I'm just like, I can see that. Like yeah. there's people that have like figured out Easter eggs and shit like w- way fast. So like the first day like games come out. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I can, ca-. like that was the f- easiest key to get. Yeah. Was that, that first oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. But granted, that race was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. And that, that was, like, was one of the knows. times where, like, I wanted to see, like, more shit. Because, like, mm-hmm. um... Wade and Percival, is that his name? Yeah. Wade. Yeah. He's got, like, the friggin' DeLorean from yep. Back to the Future. Yeah. There's, like, a ton of other things in there, yeah, like... Yeah,
0: the, the one chick... Ah, oh, what's her name? Like, Archimede. Ah, fuck. Let me look it up. <laughs> I'm gonna IMDB all these names and try and figure Good them out. Good deal. Like, yeah, sh- um... But yeah, the chick has the Akira bike. Right, his um, other
1: friend has the Bigfoot, the monster truck. Yeah, the truck, monster truck
0: Bigfoot, which was sweet. Yeah, there was someone drives by in the old school Batmobile.
1: Yeah, the '60s version yeah. of the Batmobile. Yep. Like, all that was super cool to see, and like, uh, <laughs> just really well done. The only thing is, like, so, uh. Are they the only ones that can have these vehicles? Artemis, Artemis, duh. Um, because they should be just like in-game purchases, right? Yeah. So like, why didn't you see like a ton of DeLoreans out? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it makes but I mean, it's like a like, stylized
0: for fucking a uh, movie. You want to see more? I I know, I get it, but like, <laughs> I'm
1: I'm just thinking like. Whenever you would play, like, GTA Online or whatever like yeah. that, you'd see, like, people with, like, the most souped-up cars and they are kind of, like, all the same, and they like, yeah. got all the same weapons and shit, because yeah. they're the best ones. Yeah. But, regardless, I that's just me, like, having a bias at sucking at video games, because I never get the best shit. <laughs> Everyone just you being pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you. <laughs> um, but... I want to jump into the second key because that one was, like, oh, one of my favorite parts so of the movie. So fucking good. And, and like, apparently this wasn't the way in the book either.
0: Yeah, it was another 80s movie, and I can't remember what it was that they... I remember listening to a podcast, and it's a different... It's an 80s movie in uh, the book, and I can't remember I what it's it was. weird
1: science. Okay. I think.
0: Yeah. I think it is weird science. Uh-huh. But in this... It's a 70s movie. Uh-huh. Because they go into The Shining. Yeah. Ugh. And every little thing... Like, it, it was, like, a perfect representation of The Shining. Yeah. Like, and they hit every major part right. in The Shining.
1: And to, like, preface, like, when they go into the Oasis, it's almost a, a positive for the movie that it is, like, this virtual world. Because they don't have to make everything look exactly spot on. Yeah. You know you're kind of in a video game. So, like, yeah. things don't have to look... Extremely realistic. Even though they're they're pretty close. Yeah. But you can get away with it being, like, a weird, like, glossy version of it. Oh, yeah. But when they walk into The Shining, that looks like they, it looks, yeah, they CG'd they, onto the set.
0: Yeah, like, they actually took the set of The Shining and, like, actually had these characters, like... Interact with each other on the actual set of The Shining because it looks,
1: it looks perfect, and I don't know if they d- if that set still like just exists and they can shoot on it, but it looks yeah. like they did. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking nuts. And they go, like they go through like uh, there's one character that I guess has never seen the movie The yeah. Shining, Oh, uh, wh- And so oh,
0: fuck, I'm gonna try and figure out what her name was. H. They, H, H, they call
1: yeah, her H. H. Yeah. Um. So um h is walking around the sh- the shining not ever ever having ever seen it yeah and she's just like going into every horror yeah. trope in that movie like Running into it while everyone else is trying to like figure out clues yeah. to find he's, this. Nev- key. He's
0: never seen uh, horror movies, so then like just like gets distracted and gets like put in the in the worst scenarios possible. He's never seen the movie, yeah,
1: which was pretty. Great. Like, oh, I'm
0: gonna walk near these elevator doors that are opening ominously. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I won't get I won't get drowned by blood, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Oh, there's twin little girls? How yeah. Low, oh, adorable. hi. I'll follow you.
0: You look adorable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, room 236. I got to just go in here. <laughs> yeah. All of it. All Everything of it. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> finds the worst scenarios and right. always wanders into them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But that one was really good. Um, but they, they, they figure out how to get the key um through okay so like t- to back up again if you're still listening like the guy Halliday who created this is essentially like I-, I would say like almost a Masonic figure yeah in this whole oasis yeah like people like when he it shows like a flashback of when he died like people were like acting like princess Diana died. Like, yeah, it was a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. And so in order to find these keys, like there's like almost like a museum of him in the oasis that you can Mm -hmm. visit to see, visit like key points in his life. Yeah.
0: And I liked it. I liked all that because it was kind of like you're getting to know somebody without following them. Like you're following someone else who kind of worshiped him And, like, kind of, like, pull key parts of his life out. And, like, that's how you get to know, like, the man himself. This was the one part of this
1: movie, and maybe the whole, like, story in general, that I thought was kind of gross. Really? That, like, they... They worship this nerd and everything (laughs) he likes so much. I mean, I get that there's, like, a reward for knowing about him. But, like, I just... I don't. It felt gross to me that like they had to know so much about his personal life, about like loving this woman yeah. and like knowing this <laughs> first date that he went on with her and yeah. like all this shit. i was like it skeeved me out. But
0: I think that's that's kind of the point of the movie is that I think <clears throat> this Halliday like became an introvert so much that he almost turned the world into introverts because now they all go to the Oasis. Yeah. So I think he created this challenge and put all the clues out there in key parts of his life that made him an introvert to make it so that the person that's in charge of the Oasis are aware of the mistakes that he made so that he can kind of heal the world from what he created it into being. But the only...
1: (sighs) If you just take that, his like museum of memories into account, like the only, the nobody cares about it until like the first key is found and you find out like, oh, Percival who found the first key found out how to do it because they visited memories of his life. Yeah. Like nobody gave a shit before that. Well, no, they
0: said that they, that it was like, uh, they even bring up like when they, when the contest was first put out there that the library used to be full oh that's
1: yeah, and then I guess you're right.
0: and then when it came when then when people couldn't figure it out then it was just empty mm-hmm. and then Percival was the only one that was going there nowadays
1: yeah i don't know like i i like that um the Willy Wonka aspect of the movie but the, i i i don't know the only thing that i find like disturbing about it is how much they like make him into, like, a Christ-like figure. It yeah. just kind of... It, it skeeves me out just a little bit.
0: Yeah. Like, well, you it, think about it, like, he is pretty much their god, because that's where they go right. every every day. And, and you get to see him
1: plenty in the movie, too. And he's, yeah. like, an awkward, introverted type of dude. Yeah. And it's just like, God, you're, like, looking up to this guy. Like, I know this guy created something great yeah. that everyone enjoys. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't seem like the guy that would want everybody to know about his life
0: but I think he did that because I think uh like what I got from the movie is that like he sees the world sees him as a christ-like figure and the reason he puts the those challenges out there in that form is that he wants the person that takes over the oasis to understand that he's not a christ-like figure that he is a human that has made mistakes and and he feels like he didn't live the perfect life, and he wants the person that uh, earns the Oasis to understand that and actually learn from his mistakes and actually make the world a better place. Sure. Because a lot of the challenges are based on, like, either, like, like, little jokes that he had in the real world or, like, his date that didn't go right. Like I'm sure that's super embarrassing for him cuz he only puts one reference of her in the in his entire library. Yeah. So you know he doesn't want a lot of people to know about her. Yeah. And, but and uh so it it's like he he kind of he wants the one person that owns the oasis to know that he's not as perfect as everyone thinks he is. Okay.
1: Yeah. Like I, that's that's. Why I kind I, of agree to disagree, but like, I I see your point. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because I, I like I like Halliday in this a lot. Like I think Mark Rylance plays the character uh, yeah, I amazingly. Think, yeah, yeah. Especially I think the fact really that he plays job. like an old Garth in this. <laughs> <laughs> like those fucking seeds. He's like, hey man. Like, <laughs>
1: uh, old Garth, that's so fucking funny. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Woo! Like, yeah, like, I think, like, because there's a lot of people, I've heard a lot of complaints for it where it's like, well, this movie takes place like 40 years in the future. Why are so many people connected to so much nostalgia from, like, the 80s and 90s and 2000s? And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if they worship Halliday, they'll worship what he worships. Right. And he worships all this pop culture from when in his heyday.
1: Yeah. That was, like, the one thing, too, I was like, I had to, like, justify with myself, like... So this movie is set in 2045, and they're doing a lot of 80s, 90s, and very minimal 2000s references. Yeah, but
0: you think about today, where it's like, now, how many times are we going back and rebooting and fucking rehashing
1: right, things? but we're doing it from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. We're in... 30 years, they're still going back to that same well. Well, it's like I feel like that'd be like us going into like the 50s and 60s, yeah.
0: But I feel like, especially with like the creation of the internet where everything that we grew up with is at our fingertips, like I feel like this is kind of doing a thing where it's commenting on like the death of creativity, where if Everything that we loved is at our fingertips and we can relive it, then why do we need to create anything else? Mm.
1: That's true. I just, I mean, I, I know it would be hard to, like, make a mi- weird midpoint between, like, now and 2045 and, like, oh, yeah, in 20... 20- I don't, 2030, there was, like, this hot thing that came out, and we're gonna show it in the movie, like, that nobody, like, actually watching the movie yeah. can, like, give a shit about. Like, I get And there you. are, like,
0: original characters in there, like, Percival and, uh... Oh, shit, what was her name again? Like, <laughs> Artemis. They, yeah, Artemis. They, pl- they do have, like, original avatars, so who's right. to say that they're not characters from, like, something... Sure. ...that came out, like, in 2020 or some sure. shit?
1: Yeah. Uh... My one last note that I have that I actually want to bring bring up is just a joke. Like, do you think it was ironic that they had a movie about uh, finding three Easter eggs um, released around Easter weekend? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, I just... Um the uh, we haven't really even talked like the main antagonist is like yeah. IOI yeah
0: and uh yeah and uh, ben Mendelssohn who's like runs it all who plays a mm mhm
1: I thought he I, I liked Ben Mendelssohn in this. Yeah, I
0: thought I liked it too. I love the scene when he's trying to convince uh Percival to join IOI. Or, oh, I love that too. And like yeah, he yeah. comes off as like an old dad that's like trying to be hip. He's like, <laughs> yeah, just like hanging out and popping a tab and <laughs> watching and playing what whatever. Yeah, and while the whole time they're feeding <laughs> yeah, they're lines feed into lies. his ear.
1: Yeah, I love that. And like Wade was like, Yeah, I know they're feeding lines to you. <laughs> And so he like takes you're, the yeah, thing out of his ear of and he's shit, like,
0: "Man, well fuck you, man." <laughs> 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 then
1: if you don't want to be with me, then I'm taking you down yeah. pretty much. It was what it is. I
0: liked IOI cuz it was like I felt like IOI was kind of like some kind of weird political statement kind of where it's like it was kind of like the like whoever created it, created like this movie was like trying to put together a uh, commentary on like capitalism and like how it's kind of connected to like like kind of like communism in a way Mm. because it's like everything IOI does is for profit but everything is like neatly squared away and boxed together and all looks the same Mm -hmm. like everyone is no one is special in IOI Mm -hmm. but everything's done for profit so it's like are we going to get to that point where everyone like only, there's so few people that want to be, that want to get rich that nothing else matters, not even people.
1: Yeah, I I liked, um, like, IOI as a concept that pretty much, like, so, because there's, like, this trillion dollar, like, reward. Yeah. That um, the whole, anybody in the world could win if they're smart enough to do it. Yeah. Because it's just pretty much luck of, or just sheer intelligence in mm-hmm. order to get this. Um, that everyone individually is out to get it or there's like small little clans here and there, like grouped up to try to get it. Yeah. I can totally see like a company with massive assets that just want this huge, it'd be like if Google was IOI (laughs) or maybe the other way around, I don't know what has more money at this point, Like if Google was trying to acquire Amazon or uh, vice versa, and like I know if I get this, I will own the world. Yeah, and so that's what it is. They put all of their assets and trying in going into this virtual world to try to find these things in order to get this price tag and to own this thing that everybody loves, so I can make more money.
0: But I liked it because they even it even inside the Oasis where everything anything is possible anyone that works for iOI looks exactly the same yeah. like, there's no individuality right even even in a world full of like in, infinite possibilities like you're still set in a certain way where you look like everyone else right. and I feel like that's that's kind of like a statement they're trying to make where like corporations are trying to box everyone in to make them all. Follow a certain order that's the same as everyone else.
1: Yeah, I get the. Uh, I definitely see the capitalism version of it, but I don't know if it's so much communism or not. More of like a homogenization of like everything is just watered down to yeah. like this being so the same that it's just boring. Because they yeah. don't they don't care about being creative, making their own avatars or whatever. They're just pre- they're like essentially bots. Yeah. Like flying, like flying in here. Just they're fodder. Yeah. But there's have sheer numbers that they're like a, a force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah. But I think like in a communist society, it's usually like for the sake of the government. But for this, it's the sake of the company where there's no, it, you're not an individual. You are a part of a machine that is the government. But in this scenario, it's a part of a machine. That's a, that's a company Because no one, everyone seems expendable, even down to where, like, at the final battle where when someone dies, they fucking make them run off and then they put another person in that, like, actually legit put another person in that chair that was occupied by someone else. Right. Like, no one cares. Right. Like, if you die, they're just like, we just need another body. Let's go. Come on. Move out. Move out. Yeah. Like, imagine that, like, in real life. Like someone dies and they're just like, all right, that person's dead. Let's drag his body out of the way and make room for someone else coming in. Like that's the same thing, right? And then even in the real world, when they go to the actual IOI headquarters and they have those boxes where people are, mm. like no one, like no one is in individ- a, everyone is in a box. Have they're to in work
1: a, off their debts. Yeah, or they're whatever. in a box
0: to work off their debts, and it's like they're like small cells where you're put in this in this world of infinite possibilities to work. <laughs> Yeah, like you're not special, and like no one's special, because like they're all even wearing helmets to say I O I. Like you're not an individual; you're a comp- you're a part of a machine that's a company. Yeah, yeah which is which I is see that. scary. Not, I don't
1: see that. So it might even be the other direction. It might be more of like a like dictatorship or like almost more fascism than yeah. like a communist kind of thing.
0: I don't well I don't know. I've I've always been I always thought that like uh, the communist way is to it's like the perfect world is we all operate under the idea that the government is the most important thing and that individualism is not important.
1: Uh well it's supposed to be like everyone gets an equal share.
0: Okay, so maybe more fascism then.
1: More or less <laughs> because like they're out for one goal and I think if they like if I O I ever did get that goal, it wouldn't be an equal share to everybody. They would just own everything and dictate whatever they very true they want. Very true. Um regardless, that's
0: a weird politic. <laughs> like yeah. a politics like a side. Politics, yay! Yeah, no, it is <laughs> it feels sure. more yeah, it does feel more fascist thinking about it. But yeah, it but no, like that's what the thing I like about it is that like it it puts it in that perspective where it's like if these corp- if like corporations get way too powerful Who's to say they're not just going to turn into, like, this dictatorship-like government that just wants to rule everything?
1: Yeah. Um, another thing that, like, I, I'm i kind of just thinking about right now that, like, Halliday had this... Like, granted, like, for him to create this entire platform, like, of the Oasis, and it's all, like, inversive and you can do whatever you want in it. Like, that's pretty impressive For one man to make? Well,
0: him and Simon Pegg did it.
1: Well, I I get that, (laughs) but, like, I always... Like, that relationship, I always... Like, I I almost, like, harken back to that one episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Of where the Star Trek one... Yeah. Where, like, the one guy was the programmer that, like, made the thing, and Mm -hmm. the other guy is kind of, like, the figurehead of the company, like, selling it. And I think that's the... I felt like that was the same kind of relationship up until the end. Yeah. Cuz like their relationship was kind of weird. Yeah. Did you feel like that was like Well, they didn't go they don't go into it too much. But I no they don't, but like there's kind of up to your own interpretation. So like Halliday had this like he was sweet on this one girl that I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Yeah. That like Simon Pegg's character ended up marrying yeah. And so, like, Simon Pegg, uh, we're in spoilers. So, at the end, Simon <laughs> Pegg would have to know that, like, in order to get the second key, you would have to know that, like, Halliday longed for the person that Simon Pegg married. Yeah. Which had would have to but be weird. he
0: didn't know it, because even he was like, oh, I'm sure he, because, like, cause, like Even at that one point, like, he was like, oh, I'm sure she's mentioned more than just this one time. And then he was like, no, he doesn't. Look it up. And he's like, oh, shit, I guess she's not mentioned. So it's like, I I don't think he even really knew what it was until Percival brought it up that it actually is a key thing.
1: I guess. I just still think it's kind of like a weird, like, relationship that I... I, I don't really even want expounded upon, but at the same time, I need more information on it because, like, it seems to me that, like, they shouldn't like each other at one point. Yeah. And you find out that, like, the robot butler in, like, the memory banks of Halliday yeah. is Simon Pegg. Like, yeah. it's an avatar of Simon Pegg. Yeah. Which is also weird because it's like, is Simon Pegg just there 24-7? Yeah, Simon
0: Pegg just plugs into the oasis just to run a library (laughs) like what the fuck that's like if i played a game where my only goal was to run a museum about you (laughs) (laughs) fucking lame right yeah so yeah so uh yeah go and check out this exhibit where we watched troy run to that barbed wire fence that gave him a scar on his leg
1: (laughs) 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 oh shit like
0: spoilers (laughs) Like, when I create a whole world
1: where people have to find keys... I'm
0: going to point everyone off to the dumbest shit about you. No, no, you don't want to watch this really cool thing where, like, Troy was the star of a movie. You want to go watch this where he fucking (laughs) ran into a barbed wire fence that gave him a big scar on his leg. You
1: fucking know too much about me, and I hate it sometimes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Regardless, like I think we need to finish the review quick because this fucking I almost have this whole bottle of wine
0: drink. Oh man! (laughs) 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 Okay, you're like boss nagging over here.
1: (laughs) 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 Fucking uh, boss Nass and all this shit. Boss Nass, yeah. Anyway, okay, so (laughs) um, (laughs) fuck. Ah fuck, I'm losing all my train of thought. Um so okay, at the very end, did you find it like I didn't really get it, but once it was pointed out to me that it's like got almost the same ending as Scott Pilgrim
0: where like he got oh, that yeah.
1: extra life coin.
0: Yeah. But no, I I liked I liked it in in this though because His bet with the butler was, I'll bet you everything I own that she's only mentioned once. Right. And then an extra life would be pretty much everything that he owns.
1: Oh, yeah. That's true. So, I
0: liked that.
1: Yeah. But, like, plot-wise, it's still kind of the same.
0: It is. (laughs) But I like the idea that, like, it was... He won it off of a bet that he bet everything that he owned. Mm Mm-hmm. Um...
1: What was the one thing you wanted to bring up about uh, something near the end of nostalgia?
0: Oh, the fucking Gundam! Oh, I didn't sure. give a shit about it. I don't know. I don't even really know what Gundam is. Right. And but it popped up, and there was so many people like going ape shit around me, where I'm like, well, I'm not gonna take this away from you, but right. I'm just like, I'm just watching it for what it is.
1: Right. Um. The only, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really care that much either. So much. Um. I actually thought it would be better if it ended up being, like, if they wanted a big robot to fight it at the end. like. If I was, wanted the
0: Megazord from fucking I was Power just going to say
1: the Megazord or Voltron, <laughs> because Voltron's big now, because it's got yeah, a Yeah, Voltron series. would be good.
0: But I was like, I, I would be like, if they had the fucking Megazord, where it's like, when, when it comes together, they have all the, all the fucking dinosaurs come together, I'd be right.
1: like, oh, fuck! <laughs> Yeah, you would have <laughs> a fucking nut in your pants. Yeah, I, I would like, hump the seat in front of me. It would have been better than the whole Power Rangers movie. <laughs> it would be. It would. So, um, I completely agree. So, I know this one fact from the book though that that um the Iron Giant that was in the movie, yeah, wasn't originally in the book.
0: Yeah, I heard about that too.
1: It was originally Ultraman. Who is another Japanese, like, kind of like a big Power Rangers ripoff where, like, at the end they grow big and they fight each other in the city or whatever. Yeah, And, like, I'm vaguely aware of what Ultraman is, but I'm glad they did the Iron Giant.
0: Yeah, the Iron Giant was really cool in this.
1: Yeah. And I like that um, they make uh, H like a mod, like a Mm -hmm. moderator of, like, almost the Oasis where they... Um, where she can create also spoil like h is a she
0: oh yeah <laughs> like yeah. you
1: find that out it's like yep. a, a reveal or whatever yeah. it's like oh she's I like in figured... master
0: of none she's like the black chicken master of none yeah
1: i i um i figured that was gonna be one of the characters yeah and because especially
0: like... how she puts over all the time where it's like you don't know who she is she might be a she might be a he you, you can't expect to know a person's gender based on their avatar and then she ends up being a like right, she has like a guy avatar, but then she ends up being a she. Right.
1: As soon as that was said, it's like, well, your voice is the only one that's kind of disguised. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Like everyone else has their own human voice, and yeah. yours is the one that kind of sounds distorted. I'm like, yeah. oh well, then you're you're probably a girl then. Yeah. <laughs> like I was almost hoping that like, I you want to call her Alexa? And it's not. It's not it. What is it? Uh. The main chick's name? Oh, Artemis. Artemis. I was like, please let it be like a fat dude in his basement.
0: That'd I know. I almost would have liked this more if like everyone on the outside was more unattractive. Oh my god! Yes, because so. because Artemis puts over how she's like you 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 don't, you don't want to see me in the real world, and she's like a hot fucking chick with just a birth like a birthmark on her face. Right. And she still looks hot. Yeah. So Even it's like, who the, the fuck cares? Who cares? Also,
1: another thing that drove me nuts in this movie is that, uh, so, um, Wade lives in Cleveland, because that's like a big, like, now, like, big deal. Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio is, for whatever reason. Yeah. So, I can, granted, I can take, like, a lot of people are from Cleveland that play this game, but every person from his, like, clan yeah. at the end is in Cleveland
0: yeah and that drove me nuts well I um okay well maybe I was the like. It, it is a it is a stretch but how I took it was because Artemis works for this like organization and she's been keeping tabs on Percival she came into Cleveland or er, Ohio, where was it? It's Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah. She came into Cleveland and like took base there, and then when they got into trouble, she contacted the other people of his clan, and was like, "We're gonna need your help. Please ma- start making your way to Cleveland." And that's what I, brought the sure. van with them. Like that's how I how I kind of like it is. It is a stretch but that's how I kind of put it together where it's like, cause there is like a little like gap in time between when Percival is like when like the stacks get blown up because I think he's there. And when he gets saved by those three. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's where it's like, she put the word out there where it's like, Percival's in trouble. You guys need to haul ass over here. Like, like maybe like, uh, H had had a fucking like weird mail truck and she went and picked everyone else up on the way to Cleveland. I get, like
1: if it's like one of like one of the people like I would been okay with. Yeah. But like having it be like all of them were there, I was just like really yeah. so like I uh I didn't take it as they had
0: to necessarily be from Cleveland, just had to be close. Sure. Uh,
1: yeah, that's fine. But like I if Percival and H were, like, friends before they met everybody else, and they were, like, buddies online all, all the time. Yeah. So I find it, like, not that big of a stretch. Even though they said they never knew who each other was, because obviously it's a reveal that it's, yeah. a, like, a woman that playing yeah. H. Like, I didn't find it, like, that big of a stretch that maybe they lived in the same, mm-hmm. like, in Cleveland. But then when also... um. Artemis, yeah, I I don't know why I want to keep calling her Alexa. I said it early <laughs> in the show, and that's all I want to talk about now. So I thought, I was like, oh, what a coincidence that like the two love interests are gonna live in the same town, yeah. And then the two Asian characters are yeah. also in Cleveland, and they're obviously like Japanese, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and one is eleven, yeah. Like years old.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not well, living the character of Stranger Things. I wasn't too. I wasn't too taken back by Artemis because she did strike me as someone that was keeping tabs on him. But at the same time, like they met
1: very recently. Like, yeah. It, when they talk about the race, which is early on to get find that first key, that's like the first time he ever meets Artemis.
0: Yeah, but and then they f-
1: like. I'm sorry, they fall in love way fast oh, yeah. in this movie. Yeah, they
0: do. It's 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 dumb. But uh that's the part that's one of the parts I think I hate the most is the love story in this. Mm-hmm. But I think they do show that it's like there's a passage of time from when he wins the first key to where like she can kind of put together where it's like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing, we need to get close to him.
1: But they don't know who he is until they try to find the second key. Because he doesn't he doesn't reveal his identity until they're at that dance scene.
0: True. Yeah, okay. Well it's 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 all falling
1: apart. The more you think about it, it's all crumpled.
0: Movie sucks an F
1: (laughs) F minus. F minus, this movie fucking sucks. (laughs) Um I'm pretty much like exhausting all of my other points. But like (laughs) Um I'm just going to go, like, for an overall at this point, though. Like, even though, like, we could pick a movie apart to, like, to yeah. death. Yeah. I thought this movie still was pretty entertaining. Yeah. And I went in thinking, like, it would drive me nuts with, like, all these references and all this shit that I didn't yeah. give a shit about. Um, but it didn't. Like, it actually no. surprised yeah. me. And I was like, I... I didn't hate this. Like, there
0: even were some things they put in here where it's, like, they they emphasize the fact that this is in a digital world where it doesn't matter who you are on the outside. Like, the big badass uh, villain assassin, I rock, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's played by TJ Miller, mm-hmm. who keeps, like, talking about how it's, like, don't go too far to my left side because I have, like, a big... Like, I just imagined him being, like, the fucking... Uh, like the dude from that Warcraft episode of <laughs> yeah. South Park. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> like I imagine too. Like that's what I imagine him yeah. being in real life. Yeah, because <laughs> they never show him in real life. No. And I love, I love that. We're like they, the first time they show me, he's got like this big scowl on his face, and he's got this fucking skull chest plate, and he's like, "What do we do now?" And he's got the T.J. Miller just voice. T.J. Miller. And he's, so it's he's like, just, whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfect but it's like it, 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 it fits in perfect with this world where it's like of course he's this huge badass in the oasis and he's probably like a big fat nerd on the outside <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I love I yeah. love like small things like that, that they would throw in
1: yeah 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 I did too um but like overall like I I would I walked away from this movie liking it like I didn't love the movie yeah like there i i didn't think after all, it was all said and done that it was like groundbreaking yeah b- but i i would enjoy maybe watching it again like at home mm mm-hmm. but uh i might just jump into my rating right now do it i would give this movie a b minus okay i liked all of it like the story is not if you just take the story plot as a whole, it's not that much different than like a like a, we said like a willy walker or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it's pretty like a cut and dry kind of story. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I think elevates it is like little nostalgia things. And yeah. I thought it would be crammed down your throat and it's not. So like that's why I'm like going taking like a back and forth yeah. with this. Like the plot is simple, but they have things that I love in it. Mhm. But they don't cram it down your throat, so that's good. Yeah. So B minus. Okay. There you go. That's the math.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I liked it a little bit more than you did. I'll I'll give this like a like a middle of the road B plus. I kind of liked it a lot. Like uh, there's a like I think all of the action scenes are shot really well. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of want to go back and kind of like watch some old Spielberg to like see how he. Because uh, I stumbled upon, like, The Adventures of Tintin on Netflix, which uh-huh. is, like, an animated film that Spielberg directed. Uh-huh. And I kept hearing about how well the action scenes were directed in that. And I'm like, I want to go back and just because of how well, like, the purely animated scenes in this were directed, I kind of want to go and watch that. I've always wanted to watch that, too. To, uh, to like, see how we can do – because it's, like – Animation to Spielberg, I feel, would be like an infinite possibility type scenario. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to see what he does with that, like how he he does with this, where I feel like everything action based, like the race uh, and the the battle at the end are so well directed. And even like the the Shining, when they go into the Shining, like how everything feels like it's like scenes cut from the Shining, but put in the scenario where uh, you have these avatars living out these scenarios that all of the characters in the shining went through Mm -hmm. like Spielberg, like the pluses of Spielberg and his directing really shine through this, but then his negatives also shine through where it's like a cut and dry love story that feels really forced. That's like Mm
1: -hmm. cut,
0: like from like eighties, nineties, like staple (laughs) of film. So it's like, like you get the good with the bad with Spielberg in this, but I think the good outshines the bad like a lot more in it. And like with that, plus I liked how they had to break down this man's life to like, it was, it's almost kind of like a mystery where you have to like kind of live through the major life experiences of this one guy to figure out how to unlock this one thing and how unlocking it could also lead you in a, in a direction where it's like, Oh, I can see now, like just living out these experiences in his life. I can see how he's not the perfect person that I thought he was, mm. and how he's trying to make me see that. And I, I like, I like the the uh, the idea of that in the story. So I thought it was really well done. Like it's not perfect, but I really enjoyed it for what it was. So I give it a solid B plus. Well, cool, good deal
1: good deal. Um so yeah, it it's just came out in theater, so if anyone's still looking to go see it, go see it. Don't see it in 3D. It's unnecessary.
0: <laughs> don't see any movie in 3D. That's what I say. <laughs> Fuck 3D. Plant, I fucking hate it. We're,
1: I want to also say that. Put <laughs> your foot 3D should be Let's get rid of 3D. Get it out of here.
0: Unless they a estab- unless a theater establishes VR, don't <laughs> don't in- <laughs> Don't jump into these right. This bullshit.
1: If possible, see this
0: movie on the Oculus Rift.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's one thing I want to bring up before we
0: uh, enter this like... movie with your own avatar. <laughs> yeah, based on a battle toad or Ninja Turtle.
1: <laughs> First of all, they showed a lot of battle toads in this for whatever. There reason. was a
0: big, there was a big cluster of battle toads in that fight scene. I don't
1: know why, like. That's a very odd reference to have.
0: What I can recall from what I saw was Battletoads, Ninja Turtles, and I saw the Joker at one point. And, uh... Ah, fuck. I think I thought I saw uh, Ryu from Street Fighter in there Mm. at one point. At,
1: At one... Like, I guarantee you I saw a ton of video game characters I do not recognize at all. Yeah. But like
0: There was a bunch of Master Chiefs, I know. Oh, right,
1: there's yeah, I, t- I saw a ton of those. <laughs> um but like at the end, because we saw it in three D, like they were like whizzing by you so fast that I oh, couldn't yeah. catch a ton of well, shit. I'm pretty
0: sure they're always probably like that in like the regular movie too. Yeah, but, but,
1: I, but I feel like I could actually focus on what was going on if I didn't yeah. see it in three D more so. Yeah. Anyway, um. but like,
0: the, I think I was more, I was more invested in the stuff that they actually interacted with. Like the fucking, like the random scene where like they threw the Chucky at the IOI oh, guys. I love that. That was
1: good. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. ah. But anyway, that's ready player one. There you go. Check it out sometime.
0: Check it out sometime, maybe. Uh if
1: you saw it, let us know what you thought on all of our social media. Or yeah. Gmails. You just drink that entire bottle. Oh shit. Yeah, it's is all gone. gone. It's all gone. <laughs> we need, we, Was we wine to, a good choice. We need <laughs> to wrap up the show. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to join us on social media, do so at review review pod on Twitter. If you happen to be a Facebooker, do that uh, at review review pod on Facebook. Uh you can find us at our host site at reviewreviewpod.podbean.com, but you don't have to listen to just there. We are also on a multitude of platforms such as Google Podcasts, Alexa Devices, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. If you happen to be an Apple user, rate and review us there, because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you want to write in, do so at reviewreviewpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening again. We'll see you next time. And we're off.